0: La, 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 la. <laughs> that's a little bit of the who's the wb frog
1: you should know i don't know
0: you know the hello my baby hello my honey oh,
1: i just he does he have a name in my mind he's the barbershop quartet frog
0: but he doesn't have friends he's just by himself
1: you see his blank stare i'm giving you
0: hello my ragtime gal.
1: <laughs> put some enthusiasm in it
0: Welcome to He Read, She Read, the podcast where a couple of married bookworms discuss what they're reading and learning. I'm Curtis.
1: And I'm Chelsea. This week, we're introducing ourselves. Hello. Hello.
0: (laughs) Hello, podcast world.
1: So to introduce ourselves, I scoured Instagram. (laughs) I asked Instagram. I asked my bookstagram friends what they wanted to know about Curtis and me. Or what they wanted to know about just a couple of married bookworms in general. And so we're just going to answer a couple of those questions today to help you get to know us a little bit better.
0: I'm ready. I...
1: Okay. The first question comes from our friend Katie. Katie's one of our real life friends. And her Instagram handle is at Happy Katie She asks, is your house overflowing with books?
0: In select areas, yes. Mainly because... Your bookshelves are very more organized than mine. I also
1: don't have as many books on them.
0: Right. And then your books are in the common areas because they're actually pretty to look at. (laughs) Yeah. And I just have (laughs) a ton of books that are like overflowing my bookshelves and on the floor and just everywhere in my space that I have my books in. So
1: Your bookshelves are stacked like three deep. like to go back in the shelf
0: otherwise there's no way that I wouldn't have any way to stack all of them
1: I know well and then so we have our bookshelves which are pretty overflowing but then I feel like we almost always have a couple of books on the coffee table right like not coffee table books just the books that we're reading um usually I have a couple on the kitchen table
0: and then we both have books stacked next to our beds
1: mine are on my nightstand yours are on the floor. Why? What's the logic behind that?
0: Well, there's pretty books on my nightstand because you use them. Yeah, I designed
1: it that way. Right.
0: And then my books go on the floor because then I can reach them because my arms are so long. So when I'm tired, I just put them on the floor and then I go to sleep.
1: It's easier than putting it on your nightstand, which is right next to your bed. There's not a lot of room
0: on the nightstand. There's room on mine. I just ended up putting it on on the floor, which has bitten me in the butt a couple of times with the dog because then she'll tear a page out and make them not so pretty.
1: Well, that brings us to another question. Madeline asked us two questions. Since you brought up Penny, I feel like we should answer her first one. Madeline at Top Shelf Text asked us, did Penny ever eat a book?
0: Yes, is the answer to that question. And it was because I had left them... (laughs) in the on the floor next to my bed
1: this is when she was a puppy penny is a soft-coated wheaton terrier
0: she's the love of our life
1: very cute i must say um but she is she's not destructive anymore but she was really destructive when she was a puppy
0: well she just wanted attention yeah. and when we were she knew that books were something that would take our love <laughs> away from her. Yeah, I don't so, think she
1: thought it through that much. I think it was fun to rip up the pages. Well,
0: in order for me to be okay with it, I just had to project this thought process into her brain where she was just like these books are taking my parents away from me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but she she got both of us. She tore up my copy of The Nightingale by Kristen Hannah.
0: She got I think it was The Drawing of the Three, which is the second book in the Stephen King Dark Tower series. So the bottom right corner is just, has a puppy bite mark in it. Do you
1: still have that one? Yeah, I got it. Oh, we're taking a picture of that to put in the show notes.
0: (laughs) That'll be up there. But yeah, I still have it.
1: (laughs) Okay, and then um, you've got the other question that Madeline asked us. So
0: Madeline from Top Shelf Text again asked us, whose books take up the most space on your bookshelves?
1: We kind of mentioned this one already. Well, we have
0: separate bookshelves.
1: We do. But it's... The answer is yours. Yours take up the most space. Because I
0: have the most books.
1: You have taller bookshelves, first of all. Your books are also... Most of them are bigger than mine. You like really thick books. Mm-hmm. Like 500 pages or more.
0: That's the standard, yeah.
1: Um, And you just own more books than I do.
0: I mean, we can... We'll eventually talk about this more, but I you're very much in... I will rent it from the library. I will read it. I will give it back. I will buy all of my books and have them on the shelf and then read them multiple times. Yeah. So not to delve into a future topic, but that's kind of our personality differences Mm -hmm. where I buy a book and I'll put it on my shelf and keep it forever to consume again. You will read it once from the library and be done with it.
1: Or if I buy them often when I'm done, I either hand it off to my mom or to your mom Mm -hmm. or to one of my friends. So you have... Or like I get rid of books a lot. I cycle in and out if I'm not gonna treasure it forever then i don't keep it
0: yeah and then like we said your books are more aesthetically pleasing so they go in like the common rooms of the house
1: true true yeah okay oh this next one is fun i
0: like this one
1: our next question is from claire and her instagram handle i'm gonna spell this because i feel like there's no way i would be able to say that no at h-i-u-g- w a n h k claire you're gonna have to let me know how to pronounce your instagram handle but claire asks did books play a part in your romance
0: in a big way yes it did uh i proposed to you in a bookstore i don't know if you you remember i don't know if you you were there (laughs) but i don't know if you remember um it was my birthday and we went to breakfast and then went to a bookstore that was a secondhand store um, at the University of Minnesota where I was going and you were in a smaller college right next to us. And um, I proposed to you. It's
1: Augsburg University now. It's Augsburg University. Thank you very much. What? Yeah.
0: They're moving up in the world.
1: Um, but you proposed on your birthday because you knew that was the only way that you were going to surprise me. <laughs>
0: yeah. Because you knew it was coming. It was just the matter of... I
1: didn't though. Oh,
0: yeah, you had to know.
1: I did not. Seriously? I was really surprised. Yes.
0: Even years later.
1: But yeah, we have some cute engagement pictures from the bookstore.
0: And we've always gone to bookstores on dates and even if we're just driving down the road and see one, like you want to stop in. It's it's a way for us to keep the romance going. And But yeah, it, it played a big part in our engagement life.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to remember. So yeah, that is a big part of our romance and our love story. But I was trying to remember at what point while we were dating that I realized that you loved books and reading. It I would w- have
0: to be the first time we went to half price. And like, then we Do you both- think it was our
1: first book? Well, how- but it had to get to a point where it's like, do you want to go to the bookstore for a date? You have to kind of know that that's something that you're both willing to do. Yeah. I- so I was trying to remember like, we like we both wrote we wrote letters to each other when we first started dating because which is very distance. like literary and yeah. romantic
0: well we did distance for a while for the yeah. first year or so
1: um i don't know it just must have come up and we i, I think maybe you mentioned that you were going to see vince flynn in minnesota mm-hmm. and that's how i kind of knew that you were reading books going to like and little indie author rooms. events and stuff yeah Um, but really the main way is just that most of our dates were, I'm going to take you out for dinner and instead of going to a movie, we're going to go to the bookstore or all of it, bookstore, movie, dinner. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Is that one of those, get you a man who can do both things?
1: Yeah, maybe. Take take you to the movie (laughs) and then
0: take you to the bookstore. I guess so. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So the next one is from Rachel, who is, uh, handle nerd, L Y Y, uh, do y'all like and share books, or do you have different tastes altogether?
1: Good question. Um, both. <laughs> <laughs> we, I think, the reason that we can both read books together is that both of us have very wide, varied tastes in books. We both read a lot of genres. So I like to read historical fiction, literary fiction, mystery some romance, some contemporary fiction, like a lot of that stuff. Mm -hmm. And then we intersect at like mysteries and thrillers, true crime, some nonfiction, and then that veers into your tastes. Right.
0: So we kind of intersect on the mystery thriller side. We'll throw in like a... Fantasy
1: sometimes. I don't know
0: if you really like the
1: fantasy that I like. No, but. but we're trying. Yeah. We're trying to find more that's kind of in that middle section. But what are some more genres that are more on your side that I, I don't engage in as much? Well, I do
0: the sci-fi fantasy. I grew up mm-hmm. on the Lord of the Rings and Game of Thrones as I got older. And now I'm into more like the Patrick Rothfuss, Name of the Wind type of books. But I do mainly biographies, history type books. I was a history major in school and then going through that. And then I do the mystery thrillers like I've got all the Vince Flynn, Brad Thor, David Baldacci and those guys so those are like my main three categories that I like um and then the other thing that we like is the like comedian
1: like celebrities who read their own yeah. memoirs like Tina, yeah.
0: Tina Fey, Amy Poehler because we like their shows so we'll listen to yeah. their books but like what's the audiobook we're listening to right now?
1: I'll Be Gone in the Dark. Yeah that's a good one. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a fan. I don't like it as much.
0: I think you've said you would like it more in like actual form rather than on audio because it's disjointed.
1: It's hard for me to keep my attention, keep focus because okay. it's not linear.
0: So we're, Rachel, to answer your question, we're trying to incorporate more books that we're into, but we do a lot of audiobook listening when we're on long trips. Yeah. And, and
1: usually that's mystery, thriller, or like a memoir biography. Yeah. So yeah, we're going to try and find that in between and kind of challenge ourselves a little bit more with this podcast.
0: Good goals to have.
1: Yes. Okay, this is our last question. Melissa at The Little Reading Librarian asks, what is your favorite book of all time?
0: Melissa, you're coming out the gate strong with the question. I know. I
1: think she even put like in her comment or in her question, I know this is really hard. Sorry.
0: (laughs) I mean, as a reader, it's just they're your children.
1: I know you don't want to hurt any book's feelings. <laughs>
0: uh, I think I would just pick the book that I've read the most, um, and that would be Gates of Fire by Stephen Pressfield, um, which is about the 300 Spartans at the Battle of Thermopylae against the Persian Empire. Um, people might be more familiar with it as the graphic novel 300 or the 300 movies, but I've read that book probably five to seven times. It's a, It was required reading uh, for West Point and the army like reading lists that come out just because it dives into like the soldier relationship with their officers and um, other leadership stuff. So I have read that book a ton. I recommended it to, to a bunch of people, taking it with me on every deployment I've been on. Um, I don't think we did that in the. We intro. didn't talk
1: about your occupation yet. No, I figured we'd, I figured once you said your favorite book, we'd get into the fact that you're an yeah. army captain. <laughs> yeah. So
0: I'm, I'm in the army, for, have been for about five years or so, uh, I'm a field artillery officer. Um, so just got back from Afghanistan and took this book with me, gave it out to some friends. Um, it didn't make it through my last deployment when we went to Germany because I had loaned it to somebody and it ended up getting either sogged by the rain or they gave it to somebody and it got lost, but I had to rebuy a new copy. So yeah. I, I've only yeah. probably three iterations of the I book. I know
1: I feel like this question's easier for you because you are such a rereader so you can kind of pick out like what are the books that I'll go and grab over and over and over again, but I'm not a well, rereader. Well, what do you
0: think is your determining factor then for what's your favorite book?
1: Um. Well, if I'm going to go with the one that I am willing to reread over and over again and not get sick of it, it's Anne of Green Gables. I mean, you've
0: read that since you were a kid.
1: Yeah, I read it a couple of times when I was little, and then I read it again, I think last year, and I read it once and then I listened to it on audio too.
0: I remember listening it on audio with you. Cause I think Rachel McAdams mm-hmm. read it and it, she did a really good job. Yeah. I liked it.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I can pick a different favorite book every year, depending on what spoke to me that year or what I'm teaching because I'm an English teacher. So sometimes my favorite book is tied up in like what I like to teach yeah. with my students. Um, and I teach high school. So we get to like read a lot of cool literature and um I don't know I guess Anne of Green Gables like is my favorite nostalgic book but I don't know if I had to to pick if
0: I had to pick one that's what I would pick for you
1: yeah I just I feel like it's kind of like a cliche it's like a lot of I don't know like bookworm girls favorite book but it's because it's so good
0: at least it's not Jane Eyre it's
1: so good well yeah I have mixed feelings on Jane Eyre I do like it, though. I guess Pride and Prejudice might be another one. I really love Jane Austen. I was
0: surprised you didn't say that one, but...
1: Yeah. Well, I'll keep thinking on that question, and maybe we'll have to bring that one up again. It's going to come up. What's Chelsea's favorite book this month?
0: It's (laughs) going to come up. It's going to be something that changes. Yeah. But I think for me, it's been pretty consistent for the last five or so years.
1: Definitely. Okay, that's it for questions, Those were really
0: good questions, guys. You need to keep those coming.
1: I know. Um, So I'm just going to tell the people the listeners a little bit more about what they can expect from he read she read our podcast so our plan is to put out weekly episodes our episodes will range on all sorts of bookworm topics like favorite childhood reads book recommendations reading habits things like that we're going to do a buddy read once a month where curtis and i read the same book and we take notes and then we come to the microphone and discuss the book together for you to listen um and our first buddy read is going to be a darker shade of magic by v.e schwab so i feel like that will hopefully be a fantasy novel that we both enjoy i'm excited me too of course we'll respond to your listener questions And answer a couple of those on each episode. And we want to hear what you would like to hear from us each week. If you have a topic to recommend or a question to submit, you can connect with us via social media or email. Our Twitter and Instagram handles are at Read, read, so you can find us there. Or you can email us at Podcast at gmail.com. You can also find show notes at hereadsherad.org, and you can find our contact information there. Please subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or wherever you download your favorites. It would mean the world to us if you left a review on iTunes so that more bookworms can find us. So thank you all so much for listening. And remember, the couple that reads together.
0: Proposes in a bookstore, but no pressure, guys.
1: (laughs) Or girls. Whoever's going to propose.
0: We got to keep it open.
1: Yep. (laughs) All right. That's it.